It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipittv. Tip Squad. Next level. BGN Radio. Let's go. Welcome to the next level. The Crim Della Crim from Ron Davenport. Barrett Brooks linked with BGN. Next level boys breaking down the game. Other podcasts out, but they not the same. TD the fly one. Peep the suits and the wingtips. Honest opinions from the Gibsons to the Winces. I'm left-handed. Barrett Brooks got my blind side. Super Bowl winner. See the game from a champ size. Route concepts down. The techniques in the trenches. You want to learn football? And tune in and listen BGN Radio Next Level Podcast You thinking about discussing the Eagles? Better stop that From senior bowl workouts to the draft Down to training camp Breakdowns of all 22 They the best at that Special insights giving sight to the blind So sit down, push play And when they done, rewind Next Level Alright, you know what time it is, the Next Level Podcast, another week, no Eagles win this week, but still, it's time to go upstairs, because it's the Next Level, and we are going to the Up Peru with Jesus. (laughs) Yes, sir, I'm Teron Davenport here with Barrett Brooks, and what we're going to do this week, there's not really much to look at from from the uh, the Cowboys game. It was one drive. You're not going to see Nate Subfield, so we'll put that to rest. Uh, did, can you say that one more time? Yeah, man? yeah, I, I will say it one more time. You are not going to see Nate Sudfield, so we'll put that to rest. Yes, due to a, the only way he'll see the field is if somebody get hurt, meaning Nick Voles or or an apocalyptic, <laughs> a, apocalyptic 
event. I tried to set it on quick class today. I'm like, come on, man. They can save that for the follies. Right. <laughs> but just looking at, I mean, okay, one drive, you had the Tory Smith drop. Of course, that that stopped the momentum. That first drive looked good. Foles was throwing on, on target. He hit, he hit Alshon to start things off, hit Zach Ertz. I could understand pulling him if, you know, Torrey catches that ball. You can't body catch it, man. I'm, I'm so sick of saying that week after week. You your do not hands, body man. catch. You got to use your hands. I know it's cold. Been there, done that, but you still have to use your hands. You can't catch it with the eight and the two. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to put that right behind us. Move on to the possible opponents that the Eagles have uh, on January 13th, that Saturday. Who's going to come here in this brisk weather and, and play ball? Whoever it is 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 coming up from a uh, a warmer climate. But, you know, both teams have to be in the cold, so I'm not going to say it gives either one uh, a dominant advantage or anything like that. But So we're looking at the Panthers, we're looking at the Saints, and we are looking at the, uh, wow, Falcons. Falcons, Excuse yep. me, slipped my mind. All three NFC South teams. We'll start off with the uh, with the Falcons, and when you look at them, what in particular stands out for you when you look at that roster? When you look at their their play? Well, defensively, man, they're one of the faster teams in the NFL. You know, Vic Beasley. These guys run around really, really well, and, and I think that's what makes them uh, get to the point where they are where they are in the final. Because offensively, they just haven't been consistent. Matty yeah. Ice has not been able to connect. What you know, with with the guys that you know, Muhammad Sanu, uh, Jones, he hasn't been able to connect with them. So their defense is really keeping them in games, and 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 for the most part, the only consistent thing they have going on right now. I like the fact that it'll be a good matchup for us because they're an indoor team coming up north, and I mean, if it's anything like it is now, fifteen degrees, ten degrees, it's going to be hard press for them to think they come out and they can really take advantage of this team. Yeah, and when you mentioned the cold weather, I always look at two things, and I've said it over and over again. Teams that are pack and play, right? And teams that could go anywhere and win, like the 49ers used to back in you know, 2012, 13, et cetera, right. like the Seahawks used right. to, there were two things that, that really stood out. They ran the football very Absolutely. well. Number one. And they defended the, the – they just were – they were stout on defense. Exactly. That's something that the Falcons don't have. Devontae Freeman has not – been able to run the football as well as Got he the has money. in the He's past. been tapping out, huh? Hey, look, man, you know, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It, it could be that. But at the end of the day, and you got a Pro Bowl center in front of you and Alex Mack, so, you know, what's what's going on? Actually beat, actually beat out Kelsey you yeah. know, as far as, you know, being in a Pro Bowl. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, so you know. when you look at uh, – you mentioned the defense, right? I want to start off with that defense. You mentioned Vic Beasley. You mentioned the speed on that defense. Two guys really stand out to me, and and that's uh, Deion Jones, who no I think yes. sideline to sideline, I don't think there's anybody physically faster. Now, you could incorporate the ability to read plays and get there, like with, with Sean Lee, with, with Keekly, et cetera. But when it comes to just outright speed as a linebacker, I think he's one of the best. Um, Devon, let me get it right, Devondre Campbell. There's another folly for you. Right. <laughs> out of Minnesota. I remember watching him at the Shrine game, and, and I said to myself, you know what, if God was putting together an outside linebacker. He is that guy. That's him. No question. You know what I mean? No question. And he's someone that has the longer arms. He has a longer body. He can match up with the tight ends. We talked earlier about how uh, 
the Eagles need to come out 12 personnel. Yep. I think he gives them a nice matchup against Burton or Ertz. I still think the Eagles win that matchup, but I, I think that's a good situation for them. Cornerback-wise, it's very interesting, this matchup. When you look at Robert Alford as well as Desmond Trufant, a guy who's from Washington just like Sidney Jones, yep. they could both move inside, and, and I like the matchup, him going against Aguilar. I think that's a, a really good matchup. You That'll know, be a key matchup. I think in the end my son will win. He, you got the text, right? I, yeah, I text no you. Question. I said, look at my son on the cover of Game Day. You know, I I, I sat in the press box. Yeah, what was the um? I forget the what it was, but yeah, I I was very proud of that moment. No question, you know. But yeah, you're right, man. That matchup is gonna be perfect, man. And and you know, I I really think the true is gonna be lined up on uh out there on the, on 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 Alshon Jeffries. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a bigger guy. You know, he can still run. And I and I see him being matched up against. And you know what, you know. To tell the truth, he has a problem. Alshon has a problem matching up with bigger corners. Exactly. You know, because I don't think it necessarily it's uh it's it's him. I think it's more so the quarterback trusting uh, that he will go out and preach. make the play. And that's the big big thing. He's never preach. gonna be open. He's never gonna create separation. But the quarterback has a trust to get the ball to a place where he can at least compete for it. And I think those 50-50 balls is where we're lacking as far as his game and where this game is going. And when you say that, it's a hundred percent right. And I think, okay, we see that, and I'm not shorting our sharpness when it comes to football, but I would like to think that Dan Quinn sees that too. No question. And they have a 6'2 corner in Jalen Collins. So that's what makes me say, okay, you know what, I would think they'll match Collins up against Alshon and then take away the real threat at the receiver position, the guy who could beat one-on-one coverage, and that's Nelson Aguilar. And that's obviously when they go man. They're not going to do that the whole game. We know that. But when they do, I could see that type of situation arising. And, you know, sometimes they're going to move Alshon around. But I, I just I, I think that matchup would be something to watch. The safeties, man, they got a wig splitter in Keanu Neal. Man, he, wants, someone, he, wants, he wants anything you're trying to give him. He, he will come up and, and make plays. So that's something to look at. Offensively, like I said, you know, Julio Jones is a guy that is – he's not the best receiver in the league. That guy's in Pittsburgh. But, you know – I think he's one of the, the more dominant players in, in this game. But like you said, he, he and, and Matt so Ryan are, iffy, not, yeah. are not hooking up. And, and when they are, even he's been dropping a lot of yeah, balls this year. I think of that, that post he had wide open he dropped earlier this year. And then Muhammad Sanu, so so I like Taylor Gabriel, Taylor Gabriel the smaller receiver out of Abilene Christian. Yep. They signed him from Cleveland. He's someone, he actually was the one that got the double move on uh, 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 Leotis McKelvin yeah, when yeah. they played last year. But I am confident that this Eagles team can beat the Falcons. Matt Ryan seems to struggle but when I think, he comes I think, here as I well. think Gabriel's hurt, though. I think he is, hurt himself he, this last Is he going to be out? I, I mean, he pulled a hamstring. So, I okay. mean, I think he might be out, you know, which is a saving grace for us, you know, if we do end up going against him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're, we're talking about a team that, you know, that's the closest team that we can have to, to really – um, matching up very, very well against. Yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. I think that's uh, Justin, best matchup. Justin Hardy will probably step up in his place. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. a guy. East Carolina came yep. out was yep. a good receiver. But uh, so that matchup, I think, favors the Eagles. I think that might be where it stops. Okay? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. When, when you move up uh, uh, over to another NFC South team, the Carolina Panthers, and it's funny because I got people telling me, "Oh, yeah." You know, I, I, I would like to face Cam Newton. For what? Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> right. You know, I don't want to face a guy. And, and I just wonder if these same people will say they would, they would like to face 
Ben Roethlisberger because Cam Newton is a souped up version. I know that's. I know we're we're touching we're touching the little no, little no, tight it, spot it, for it, you. It, but no, it, it's, it's, it, it's guaranteed. It, it, yes, he is the he is the Maserati of, of of quarterbacks as far as being a big exactly quarterback that has exactly. an arm that's, that's that's an athlete, elite athlete. He is that guy. Ben's a little long on the tooth right now, and he's not doing the same things he used to do. Right. In fact, I think if you put Ben in another offense without AB, without BB and B. I don't know if he can go out there and, and do and it. And Juju on the beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Juju on the beat. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So. But, you know, when you look at Cam, and I talked about this with Tyrod on, on PST. Right. You know, when they asked me about Tyrod Taylor, if I thought he was the worst quarterback in the playoffs. No, because the thing when you have guys, and Carson has done it too, when you have these quarterbacks that can find a rushing lane and move, Yo, you can't it, – it, it's a lot harder when you play man against them. Well, that's, you know? that way because you're now defending 11 guys instead of exactly. like, you know defending 10 guys. When you you're just throwing the ball, 11. when you're just throwing the ball, you know, that's just one quarterback that's out of the equation. You know, you, now you have to defend 10 guys. When right. you have that 11th defender, I mean, uh, 11th offense guy, that means all 11 defenders have to be ready. You have to have somebody tied to him to keep him in the pocket. You got to rush, especially for these guys. It's almost like a mush rush. You got to make sure all lanes are 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 are, are filled because they can go right to the game they had in Seattle and take a page out of that book, and mm-hmm. he can do exactly the same things. Mm-hmm. You know that they saw. Against Seattle. He can do exactly those things, but he has a stronger arm, number one. Better receivers. You know, Devin Bunch, just Bunches, is a guy that can go out there and dictate a game. Now he – what we didn't have when we played Carolina back then. Tight end. We got a tight end now. Yep. We had a guy, Olsen, who can go out there and stretch the field. He's like the older version of Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. And he can still make it happen. He can still stretch the field. He's still – he's right now still going to be his primary receiver. Even Devin Funches is his guy. He can be a number one receiver for him, you know, especially his comfort level with Olsen. So, I mean, they're a lot better team than we had before. If you saw the last game, you know, he didn't he didn't play. Um, uh, Stewart didn't play against Atlanta. But he can still go out and dictate a game. Man. Yeah, for sure. And I'm glad you mentioned Greg Olsen because that does make a difference for them. I remember in L.A. talking to Nigel Bradham, and I asked him if Todd Gurley was the best running back that they faced all year. And – Without question, he mentioned Christian McCaffrey. No and question. I, yeah. I know, you, you know, some people who who don't watch the game as closely might laugh at that, like some of the other reporters did when he mentioned that. But if you look at Christian McCaffrey, the league is all about matchups. He presents that matchup. He's H E L. He's hell to cover. Oh, no question. You know, and then he's another guy that that could run the ball for you as well. So that's something else to look at. You're facing him a little bit further down the line where he's more established as a part of that offense. They, they, they didn't know That's, what to do with him when exactly, we played against it, We're talking about the fifth, was the fifth game it of was the week season? Six. It week was week six. Week six. The sixth game of the season, they didn't know how to incorporate him into the offense. At that point, Cam was still a little hurt. He was still bothered by that shoulder, so he wasn't playing up to ex- expectations also. Olsen wasn't there. I'm telling you, man, this team is really starting to bond together. I mean, defensive, we already know. They got that man over there, mm-hmm. um, it, it, them two men over there, and Keekley and Davis. They're, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. the real deal as far as, you know, being linebackers. They're going to stop the run and pass. And then, you know, on one side, they got a, a rusher, you know, and, and, and Charles Johnson. He's still – he's kind of along in the tooth also, but he can still rush the passer. Then they got the old man over there, man. 11 sacks. <laughs> can you believe that? I played against him. I played against Peppers. 
Yeah. Julius Peppers, I played against him. In fact, the game I got hurt against was the Panthers, and I was playing against Julius Peppers. See that? And he's still double digit sack. Right. I mean, you so know. they 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 match they they match up as far as one of the worst matchups because now you have to defend all eleven guys on the field. Yeah, and offensively, we talked about that. They present some matchups. They present some issues. Defensively, you touched on it, but when you look at these two linebackers, then you mix in an athletic guy like a Shaq Thompson. They're they're in great shape defensively. They don't have to have the outstanding secondary because their front seven is so no good. No question. Yep. I think Starlu Tulele is someone to watch. Uh, I always mix up Kiwan. It's Kiwan Ratliff. Short. Yep. Kiwan Ratliff was the Bengals one. I always mix yep. the two up, but he's still a presence. Also, Short is a man, and, bro. He's a man down there. He's a man. When you go to the outside, James Bradbury is a bigger corner. Right. Right. We talked about not Alshon necessarily, but the confidence that Nick Foles has in going to you, him. you know what it is. They hey look, don't throw don't turn the the football over. That's what they're telling him. Yep. Don't turn the football over. And he doesn't look open. And he doesn't he look is. open. So he's not gonna and that's one of the things that Foles said he has to learn to do a little bit better is is throwing the ball to Alshon and trusting that he's open when he's covered. Now, I like Alshon in a matchup against these corners, but because uh, uh, the other guy, Darrell Worley, who's a Philly guy. He, he's from Philly. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, he, he went to school with Rasul Douglas at West Virginia. Okay. But Worley okay. is originally from Philly. I remember they had him here for a visit in, in 16 during that draft year, but he's another bigger corner. So now that, that whole size advantage is kind of being taken away. Well, you look what the, Ram, the Rams did. The Rams yeah. exposed that. Trumaine, man. <laughs> he was out there balling, man, talking Ooh. to him, Talk- letting him know. He was in his ear. <laughs> I don't know what he said, but whatever he said, it wasn't – it wasn't the physical part that got him that that penalty and the fine because no they find that fool. They find him nine thousand dollars. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know what he said, but he said something. Wow! So I that tells you right there. Him. Oh yeah, that tells you right there that they were talking. But even when you look at the way Alshon celebrated on that touchdown, you know, receivers we always like to celebrate, but you could always tell when this is a little more personal. And that's that's how he celebrated. Like it was really a relief. But when you look at these corners, they match up well. So that's something to look at. I, I like Nelson, Nelson against uh, Captain Munlin. I no, like no him question. against him. Uh, you saw when they tried to put Shaq Thompson on him. He Nelson went for caught six, the ball. baby. Turbo <laughs> speed. You know he hit that. He hit that turbo button. He came and hit pulled that button. Away. Right, right, right. So uh, I, I think at the In end fact, of the we day, we have somebody from Clippers. Man, have have somebody come up there. Hey, please, yeah, listeners. Take that play on Clippers, give it to us. We can go ahead and mix that up for you. We can show you exactly, exactly what went on in that play, why they got the key matchup, why Wentz knew that it would be open against a linebacker, you know. So, yeah, you know, hook us up now. Hook us up. Definitely send that at T Davenport underscore NFL and at B Brooks 72 TC, well, NBC. NBC. S. <laughs> That's it. So, I think this is a game. Because of the physicality aspect, the intensity aspect that that defense could bring, and their running game, you talk about Stewart, you know, he's likely to play. I think this is a game where the Panthers could come in here and and beat the Eagles. I'm not saying it will definitely happen, but it very well could. Right. Now, I'm going to get into the game that I – I don't want to see, period. Hey, 
you you remember Rocky? Like they play Rocky before the game. No, he, course, he, yeah, I yeah. want you to do one thing: win. Right. Well, <laughs> what I think about is what Drago, you know, was getting ready to fight Rocky. I defeat real champion. Adrian was at the top of the steps. Right. And she said, you can't win. <laughs> That's what this matchup is like, man. Because you're going against Drew Brees and, and that quick passing game, the running game. What is the biggest threat? I mean, is it going to be time for them to turn Drew Brees and the passing game loose, the running the running situation? How about they what, haven't what had you, to use the passing game? That's what I'm saying. So when you go into this game, do you go in, all right, we want to shut the run down and make the Hall of Famer beat us, or, or what What do you do? Well, I mean, just pick your poison. I mean, you got, you know, Alvin Kamara, who's been playing at a phenomenal level, you know, and, and then you got Mark Ingram. Mark is running like, all right, y'all want to talk about Kamara all the time? Well, let me show you what I can do. Mm. I'm talking about he's busting long runs. He's probably the the, the best back that Alabama's produced in a long time, man. <laughs> Everybody else has been a flop. Yeah. Well, Henry's doing all he's right. He's coming along. Yeah, but, but I'll tell you, Mark Ingram, he is that work, man. He is that work, man. He say, look, don't trip off my pops, trip off me. You yeah, know what I'm I, I actually played with his pops. Really? I played with Ingram. Yeah, yeah. He, I, that, yeah, I'm kind of long in the two too, bro. I played with Ingram. Man. I remember I had the Mark Ingram action card <laughs> back in 1990. Yeah, Yikes. he played here in Philly with me. Yes, he did. Okay. He played here in Philly with me. That was my guy, man. He was a real good dude, man. But yeah, man. I mean, you know, it, his son right now is balling, man. And it's funny because one of the things that he never gets credit for that he does so well is catch that screen pass. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, I don't know why they don't give him credit for that, but he does that really well. And then when you look at Kamara, it, honestly, the Saints use Kamara in the passing game the way I think the Eagles were gearing up to use Pumphrey. Yep. You know, they'll motion him to the outside, get him against that linebacker, and know that he's going to win that matchup. Right, but you know what? You know what? Really, you know, my fault cutting you off. No, no, go ahead. What really changed the way I looked at him is they run him in between the tackles yes. more. They run Ingram in between the tackles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of tread left on his tires. He's he's experienced with with being in a, a committee type of situation. That's what happened at Tennessee. Yep. So that's what got him out of Alabama. Uh, yeah, right, <laughs> right. And uh, I, you know, it's funny because I was hot and cold on him. I, there were times where I'm like, oh yeah, he's a guy they should consider. And then there were other times I said, well, I mean, there's, I, I don't know what what to think he's going to do. He's, I, I, he I did shut all that him. down. I did a write up on him. I did a breakdown tape on him. I wanted the Eagles to get him so bad because I knew what he could do, man. I saw what he was doing when he was at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really have a quarterback, you know. I mean that that really wanted to throw to running backs. He wanted to go throw the deep ball all the time. Yeah, Josh Dobbs. You know, Dobbs. He wanted he he was a deep ball ball thrower. I saw Alvin Kamara do some things I hadn't seen in a long time, man. He he would get the corner. Even though they had they had um, angles on him, he would still get the corner. And I'm like, he's not fast. How is he doing it? Well, come to find out he was pretty fast. Yeah, right. He went out with a 4-4 or something right. like that. You know, <laughs> he ran the Moses Malone 4-4-4. Four, four, four. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think the running backs are obviously a, a, a situation to watch. But then when you go to the passing game, you got Breeze. Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, he wants to be called, is is a guy that allowed them to move away from Brandon Cooks. They traded Cooks, yep. you know, for the first round pick to the Patriots. Um, I think he's another problem for for these guys on the outside. He's a bigger receiver, but he has the quickness. He could run that double move. You know, rest assured, they're going to try to slow go. No question. I, I mean, you'd be stupid not to. 
So I when yeah. when I look at that passing game, I, I think they could definitely come in and give the Eagles problems. Fortunately, you know, they're gonna be without Fleener. I believe he's out their tight end, but um it, it's just one of those things where Drew Brees just finds his guys open. They run those quick passing routes. And so when you are playing off coverage and you're allowing this receiver to, to it's one thing to play off coverage, right? That's I already hate that. You know, as right, a receiver, right, right. I love to face it. So naturally, when I'm watching the game, I'm going to hate it. But not only are they playing off cover, you're playing off coverage, and you're outside. You're shading to the outside. I don't understand. That. I don't get that. Me neither. Me you know, neither. and if you're not going to mix it up and try to confuse the quarterback by having your ends drop into into the passing lanes, just don't do it. You know. So that's something that, that definitely has to be looked at. They have to figure out a way to get more disruptive at the line of scrimmage. And if they don't get disruptive, they have to figure out a way to stick to, with these receivers if they aren't able to get that, that jam on. Well, I mean, and, and the receiving core isn't all that. No. They're just okay. They just have a you know a, an all-world quarterback at this point. You know, Breeze is still the test of time. and He's definitely still one of the top quarterbacks when you mentioned top five uh, in the league. And he's, you know, even though his numbers are down, his QB rating is up, um, his offensive numbers are up. It's just not he's not throwing for five thousand yards. I mean, this year, what he is, he has the most balanced offense in the league. Seventy what three percent completion rate? <laughs> That's crazy, man. That tells you right there that when he needs to throw the football, he could, seven and a half out of ten times he throws the football, that thing is caught. That's something you have to look at. So when I look at the Saints, you know, I, I jokingly said the Eagles can't win. There's always a chance. I mean, this is a team that, that if they could run the football and if they could play you know, more on schedule on the passing game as well as tough defense, they definitely have a chance. And the reason why they're playing tough defense is that offense they ain't on the field. They have to, yeah. So when I look at the offense going against the Saints defense, I, I think Cam Jordan is the guy to watch. They'll be without Kenny Vaccaro. So you talk about the guys on the outside. Well, Marshawn Lattimore <laughs> just Alabama, happens to I mean, be Ohio State Ohio guy. Ohio State. You know, they got Denzel Rice coming out th- this year, too. That's another another guy that, that'll be good as a corner. But Lattimore just happens to be there. And I don't like the matchup between him and, and Alshon either. No, he's going to be more of a – he's more of a, a great athlete – who fights every single yep. play, man? He yep. fights for the rock every single play, man. I like, I like him, man. You saw the the Saints game against uh, what he did against Julio Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that's the game that made me. Now I still feel that Sidney Jones is the best of, of these corners. You know, take the injury out, just coming into this this no year. No question. He was my number one. I still feel that way. But Marshawn definitely, Marshawn Lattimore. That is, he definitely came in and showed that he was deserving of that high draft pick. End of the day, rank the teams that, that you know, the order that, that if you were the Eagles, who you would want to face. I would have to go f- the Falcons number one. Okay. I think they would they would win that hands down. Then I would go with the Panthers. Okay. Just because, I, I you know, we match up uh, from, a, from, a, from a defensive standpoint, we match up well against their DBs, I mean against their receivers. You know, I think they can reroute those guys and they'll stop the run. But then when we get to the last team, and that's the Saints, man, it's it's tough, man, because when you get into the playoffs, the quality of quarterback is mm. usually what shines. Mm-hmm. And those last two guys, you know, you know, with, with Cam Newton and, 
and Drew Brees. They're just better quarterbacks, and, you know, quarterbacks win games at this point, you know, just being realistic. And I think Nick Foles just hasn't figured out who he is yet. They don't know who he is, and they don't know how to use his strengths. You know, I mean, we talked – you heard what Doug said today. He said we have to go out there. And he went back, he evaluated what he saw back in 2000. Was it 13? Uh, uh, 13, 13. He, he yeah. saw plays from 2014, saw that he was a he, – he he could go out there and execute that type of offense, a quicker offense, an up-tempo type of offense, incorporate a little bit of that read option in there, but it's a read option which you'll have a read with a pass play, you know, run-pass option, mm-hmm. and then understanding that, you know, they got to get the ball out of their hands. We cannot allow – everybody to take advantage of Big V. And that's exactly what's happening. They are taking advantage. I saw Big V doing pirouettes, spinning all <laughs> the way around against defenders. I just can't I, – I can't think that we can do well with, with defenders doing that. We're talking about average receivers – I mean, uh, defenders, average defensive end. I mean, Bruce Irvin's dominated them against the Raiders. Then came this next game. I don't even know who was on the side over there with him. Taco. Yeah. Taco. Char- right. from from Michigan. Right. Worked him. So – you know, it's, it's tough, man. We got to get the ball out of his hands. We got to make sure that we get him reading the ball, reading his reads quicker, getting the ball out of his hands, man. That's the biggest thing. Stop with the, all the patting and all that. Just get the ball out of your hands. Yeah. I like Nick Foles. I think that he can carry us. But he has to know that he can carry us. Not think, but know. And, and I think a part of making it easier for him is getting to those on-schedule throws, getting into that rhythm, running that tempo on, on offense. They have to do that. And if you look, when he's played the best, that's what they've done. Yep. Exactly. I, I think that drive that he took them on after a terrible game against the Raiders, that last drive where he was making those throws, Frank Reich stood up up, up on the at the podium and just raved about it. Now, I don't know if that drive was worthy of that, but the the fact of the matter is he did hit his guys in position, hit Nelson, you know, right in stride, allowed him to to make that catch and then run out of bounds. Got the ball to Zach Ertz. You know, it was three completions. Next thing you know, they're in position. Jake Elliott to win the football game for him. And that's what you have to continue to do. That, that's really the bottom line. That's the what you have line, to do. Yep. If you don't do that, then, hey, look, you're going to run the football. You're going to get behind the chains because, let's face it, they're stacking the box, right? So if it's a stacked box, you know, you got you to get them out of it. You, you know, you got to get them out of it. You got to soften them up with the pass on the yep. outside. That means and, – you got to get the ball to Alshon. Let him win. You got to get the ball out of your hands and get it to your playmakers. He's a facilitator. He's not a weapon. He's a facilitator. Get the ball to your weapons. That's the one area where Alshon can create that separation, that slant route. Oh, it, he can get inside, use his big body, play basketball like he does, box him out, boom, catch it, and then you're you're on the on the races. So that's the show, folks. We just wanted to get a quick look at the three teams that the Eagles could possibly play. You, you better be thankful that the Rams aren't coming here because that's a, a, a team that is, is definitely on a rise. No but question. We'll see what happens. Is any given Sunday, that's what they say. So we appreciate you guys tuning in. This week, make sure you go on clipit.tv. This way you could download the app on Google Play or the App Store. And I, I challenge you guys to send us some plays from the, the different teams as you think the Eagles will face. We'll know for sure what the deal is. Uh, come Sunday night. So that's uh, going to be a whole nother thing to talk about next week. I'm Teron Davenport at T Davenport underscore NFL. At B Brooks 72 NBCS. We'll talk to you next week. Stretch your hand and I'm going to chop it off. 
I dare you ask for a favor from your boss's boss. Shrimp, scampi, angel hair noodles, white wine sauce. Rwanda and the Ross, reload the Nina Ross. Settle metal when I'm focused on the green Dinero. Hocus Pocus, Gucci Locus, cake with baking soda. Cake for soldiers moving weight from Maine to Nova Scotia. Bang revolvers, problem solvers, that pain the mothers. Lost a child, clips from play when they hear Belial. Nightmares, walking dead, cause they sleep prepared. You either sheep or shed, be scared or cut to pieces. I lust for custom coops with the honey mustard features. Butterfly doors, a whore that makes wine or sober. Her beauty stunning, plus she funny, that's the proper order. Head nods and cat calls, cuz it's pops in order. Yeah, I'm stuntin' all the world is my stage show. Dallas streets cruising around about 4 a.m.